yeah welcome welcome ladies and gentlemen to another live version of gianni and the greg in fact it may be the last version of 2021 yeah we'll be yeah okay (laughs) how it is then this is it yeah so what's on the agenda today boys well first off we're gonna go we're going to please the podcast gods by asking you to do us a little favor and like and subscribe and then we're going to help out our partner audible with a great 30-day offer take it away greg Okay, yeah. So we are partnered with audible.com where if you want to get 30 days of Audible on us, great end of the year gift for yourself. You can go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G, click on that, get 30 days on us. And then if you like it, you can continue that on your own. If not, you can just stop it. No big deal. They've got hundreds of thousands of audiobooks, uh, audiobooks, podcasts, educational material, all those kind of things for all your favorite series. Uh, Some of them we can name here. Some of them we can't because they don't like it when we do that. Uh, But yeah, go pick up uh, a free free trial on us at audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Boom. There you go. Real quick question. Why don't they like that? Why don't they like us to... It's not tampering. Uh, (laughs) No, they they don't like it. There's uh, there's a certain series about a wizarding school uh, where they have three heroes uh, that battle. One of them is known as like a chosen one kind of thing. The Matrix. <clears throat> got it. Yeah. Uh, they don't like it. There's like certain rules of how you can advertise for them and certain rules how you can't. And so interesting. Like interesting. just regular old podcast people, they uh, they're like, if you mention this one, you have to follow really strict rules which is why ah. we never follow which is why i try not to mention that one but it's huge i mean it, those particular audiobooks are fantastic uh okay. so who they narrates are great. Them? who narrates them i i don't no? remember the gentleman's name off the top of my head but he's a okay. real famous uh narrator like when you hear his voice his his very british voice you're gonna go oh that guy yeah and, i like uh, i've noticed that i like audiobooks where <laughs> if a girl's going mm-hmm. if a guy's reading for a girl part i would like yeah. I would much rather have a girl speak it than a guy. Yeah, like, like the full dramatization where they have multiple yes. narrators, stuff like that. Yes. That is pretty cool. I like those. It almost like that old timey radio show kind of right. Feel. Yeah, um, that's really cool. But I think budget wise, I mean, having the one reader, which I I've it. had, like Nick Bodell is is a great reader. Okay, um, he does uh, the Patrick Rothfuss books, uh, the King Killer Chronicles. Okay. Um, a couple other ones and then of course i talk about the dresden files all the time and uh uh the narrator for those who played spike on buffy is fantastic even when he's doing female voices so. right in fact if they ever make an animated movie with harry dresden i would expect him to be the voice oh yeah totally yeah, i would if they had that. anybody else i would have a i'm not gonna lie i'd still watch it but i'd be like of course oh, yeah. it's not it's not him yeah I mean, yeah I agree. All right, guys, let's run down the agenda real quick today. We're going to do a little Christmas wrap up or unwrapping, depending on how you want to use that. Then we're going to talk about the Matrix 4. And then we're going to go kind of our, I guess, the closest we can to our year in review in terms of top 10 movies of 2021. Yeah. Brought to you by Johnny and the Greg. So, Greg, without further ado, how was your Christmas? Not bad. Excuse me. I'm still getting over being a little uh, under the weather, which okay. got that. But uh, it was a good day. I mean, uh, given the sickness that I had, it was the kind of sickness where you don't want to go out and see other people. So okay. uh, we canceled all of our family plans and we're, we just stayed home. Um, which is right even where you want it. <laughs> right. It's, it's right where we wanted to be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, apologies to the family that was disappointed. I mean, it's not that we didn't want to see you guys. It's, it was just we wanted to try this uh, kind of just the five of us kind of thing. And it worked out great. So awesome. Awesome. Um, Everybody got what a lot they of, wanted. And then some. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Uh, awesome. Great, great gifts. Um, my my really nerdy daughter, uh, we were able to get her a Captain America shield. Uh, which Welcome was really to the club, cool. Kate. Welcome yep, to the club. She, hers is metal. I mean, she's got a. Okay, Greg, you uh, don't need to be flaunting. I know I was, I was me. very happy to get that for her. So, um, <laughs> my son is still on the waiting list. Uh, we're trying to track down a, a PS5 for him. Okay. Um, which are damn near impossible to get, but uh, we've got some, some tips. Some next yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to get one. Cool. Uh, before too long. So, yeah. 
And what about the youngest? Uh, she got a TV for her room, which is kind of what she wanted. She's can go hang out in her room and stream her all of her anime shows and stuff like that now. Cool. What yep. anime does she tend to like the most? Like, what's her go-to? Mm, kind of the dark stuff. I mean, honestly, okay. right. um, Demon Slayer is a big one for them, okay. uh, which is, you know, good guys killing bad things. And, I'm all for that. Good guys yep. killing bad things. So stuff like that. I mean, they watch a cool. lot of it. Uh, yeah. They mix it up. We've got them. the uh, There's a streaming service called Crunchyroll, which is uh, all anime. And oh, okay. So they, cool. they, they get a lot of stuff on there. Awesome. Uh, my Christmas, uh, I kind of do a two-day Christmas thing. We do uh, Ursula's side on Christmas Eve, and then we do my side on Christmas Day. Both of them mm-hmm. were fantastic. Um, they were smaller groups on the Christmas Eve side because we had some family members on that side that just weren't feeling well as well, and it yeah. wasn't good for them to come over. So it was a very small gathering but it was just it was a lot of laughs a lot of um good just a lot of laughs a lot of good times um i really enjoyed myself so for the people that if you're remotely listening to this which i don't think you even know this exists um (laughs) thank you i had a wonderful time at your house it was great um christmas day christmas day was a lot of fun uh this was the first time my three-year-old daughter ran to the bedroom and said, oh, my God, Santa Claus came. So there was oh. that magic moment where yep. um, that was very cool just to see her excitement. She ran around our house, and you know how our house is structured, so it's very easy for her to run from the front room into the kitchen, back into the front room, and she kept yep. going back and forth screaming before she even opened a present because she was so excited. So that was very cool. She got tons of gifts. Um, if anybody is looking for a three-year-old doctor to give them house visits, she is fully equipped. She's not mm. licensed, but she's fully equipped. And she will, um, mm. I'm not promising the best care, but I'm promising the best intentions. Well, it's the Chicago area. She can be like a mob doctor or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, that's what, um, that's what Christmas was for us. Um, did you do any movies or anything like that for Christmas? We, we were, yeah, we were healthy enough. Um, and not everybody was negative, uh, and past, past like contagious dates and stuff like that, that yeah. we went and saw, um, went and saw Spider-Man No Way okay. Home, saw it again. which, well, my wife and my youngest daughter, uh, were too sick to see it, uh, mm-hmm. the first time. So we went and saw that again. And then just today we, the original plan was to go see the matrix in the theater. Okay. Um, then when that didn't work out, we, we audibled. Uh, because of Spider-Man, they wanted to see it, which was fun. Theater was pretty, pretty good Christmas showing at Matt's theater. So, um, did you, um, did you enjoy it the second time? I did. Yeah. I mean, okay. lo- looking for more stuff. I, mm-hmm. I tried to really keep an eye on the, uh, that crack that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And at, in, in, at the end, uh, try to see like who could come through, um, into the Sony universe, which is where spider-man lives now mm-hmm. is in that sony universe so um looking to see who they're going to bring over things like that and okay. uh so that was cool i think craven will be in the next film okay probably craven craven and venom in there somehow but um so yep i watched that hey marshall how's it going he says hello what's up um, marshall <clears throat> and then we watched the matrix today so yeah Okay, we're going to pivot to the Matrix in a minute. Yeah. But I do want to, since Marshall's on, I was going to do this anyway, but since Marshall's on, Marshall, the Bears won. Cheers. Um, they don't win a lot, so we got to cheers when they do. <laughs> I mean, they play today. I didn't even day. see. Yeah. Uh, they played uh, Seattle, and they won 25 Ooh. to 24. So close game. Um, it worked out. Good for them. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it matters, but anytime it's a win. Can they get in the playoffs anymore? No, no. I think everybody would have to lose. You'd have to play probably six more games. Yeah. (laughs) And there's only two left in the season. So sure. Sure. (laughs) Anyway, there's always next year with a new coaching staff, new regime. I'm hoping for big changes in Chicago. We'll see. Yeah. Keep an eye out for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about the matrix. Let's talk about the new movie matrix. So for any of you that have not seen the matrix, I guess that might be Marshall. 
um, we are going to be talking about spoilers here. Uh, actually, I don't know if we'll talk about spoilers as much as we'll talk about our thoughts on it. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I'm, I I've, I've got my multiple screens. So if you're looking at the side of my head, I'm looking around here. That's okay. So I, I guess, Greg, let's just do this. Let's not do spoilers. Okay. And okay. let's just, let's just give our thoughts on it. Um, I'm going to go, I'll go first. Um, it felt like very fan service and I left it thinking, why do we do that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. didn't, I didn't care one way or the other. <clears throat> I thought there were some old characters that appeared that I had no idea why they were there other than to cameo. Okay. Um, didn't understand that. I, I, I understand what they were trying to do. It's they're kind of like trying to reboot it like a soft reboot. I think you would call it. I mean, you know, reboot. I think reboot's the, the wrong word because okay. reboot is you're trying to like, like you don't need to recognize the original. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like a soft like, reboot. You have to, right? Oh, I don't, I don't, I always took it as a reboot is we've got the same structure story structure, but we're going to just pick up and like do it over again. Okay. Well, for the sake of argument, I so will just say, I see this as a straight up. Se- it is a straight up sequel. Like okay. everything that happened in the original three films are very much integrated into this one. Okay. So I'm guessing you liked it. Excuse me. Um, I feel like I did after my first viewing of the first matrix film. Where I walked out of that going, huh? Okay. You didn't like the first Matrix? Film I think, no, no, no. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, okay. it, I, I, and I'm not at the same level of love I was with the first one, but I definitely need some more viewings before I come to whether I really like it or do I just think I like it? Okay. <clears throat> and I, I didn't. I didn't like the fight choreography. That's um, that's one of my downfalls. I mean, that's one of the negatives I will say is that the fight choreography in this one. I mean, part of the first film I was so impressed with was the fight scenes. Yeah. And and did how you, they did how they did the gunplay, how they did yeah. the arts and stuff yes. like that. And this was very different. Yeah. This was more like an American, like a basic American action film. Do you know what it felt like to me? It felt like to me that okay, and I know this isn't the case, but my thought was okay, we don't have the, the amount of time we needed in the first one and the second one, the third one to get all this choreograph done, or it felt, mm. they felt slow. Like, a bit. you know, and I don't know if that's because look, Keanu's like 50 something, like he's pushing it. Right. And I'm not saying he's not in great shape because John wick makes him look great, but I don't right. know. Speed that up a little bit. Maybe John wick has a very different fighting style. I okay. mean, yeah, John, when you look at the fighting style of John wick, he's, using a very in close and like just punishing type of martial arts where you don't have time to mess around. Okay. Where the matrix, the the first matrix film was much more like an Asian film where you could do a lot of, you know, punch block kick choreography to, to really let that flow happen and like pull the camera back and see everything. I mean, I think of the first fight with Morpheus and Neo Neo when they're in the dojo. Right. And they tried to, kind of try to recreate that scene in this one and you can see that in the in the preview and it doesn't play out quite the same now you're right there's an age issue there but there's ways around that as as we've seen in other films like the marvel Mm -hmm. films and stuff like Mm -hmm. that where it's like hell you can you can use a stuntman and like cgi somebody's face over the stuntman's face yeah to make it look great yeah Um, right but they they chose just to do it differently okay so, so that's where you're that's where you're at right now you're at it's yeah, just different it's different and i'm my expectation of like the first matrix film is what i went in with and so that's why i'm like okay maybe i need to lower my expect or readjust my expectations to for this one overall the story arc i'm intrigued with because mm. it definitely is an updated like they're not trying to say like the matrix is still in like 1998 or 1999. Yeah. They're like, Nope, we've updated it. This is the world. Now here is the change. They explain how, uh, Neo and Trinity are still alive 
because mm-hmm. in the third film they both died. Yep. And you're like, okay, that's intriguing. Um, I was intriguing about the relationship between the machines and the humans now. What I'm not happy about is the whole Agent Smith arc. That's who I meant. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm like, what was the point? Yeah. I'm wondering if there's more to it. Like, are they, I think there's going to be a sequel. They certainly leave it open for another, another film. Well, I don't think Mm. they're actually going to get a sequel because if they're just looking at box office returns, they did such a disservice to this movie in terms of um, releasing it a week after Spider-Man. Right. Um, Simo, uh, Simo, simultaneously and theaters and on HBO Max, HBO yeah. Max was just like, no, I, I think they did a really, they should have pulled this out in February when nothing was out. Nothing's sure. going to be out in February. And if people were, yeah, I feel that way. Um, But I, I lately, I think Warner brothers is really, they don't make smart decisions. I feel lately. So who's ever mm-hmm. pulling the strings at Warner brothers isn't doing themselves justice i'll just put it that way yeah. but anyway that's a different story for a different day we're talking about the matrix four um so you would say overall you give it a b you're gonna see you're gonna watch it again i'm definitely gonna watch it but it is a long film it's it's yeah. two and a half hours plus right so um like two hours and 38 minutes i think i'm i'm gonna watch it again i'm not sure when it'll probably be in this time between Christmas and New Year's, I'll try okay. to watch it again. Okay. Um, because I mean, there were parts in there that I just, I mean, I didn't understand. I mean, I'm listening to yeah, it. They're speaking I English. I, I understand. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not like a cinematic idiot that I can't follow a complex storyline. Um, but I'm watching this thing going, what are they trying to, what are they trying to say here? Like, where's, Where's this going? How does it? And I finally gave up. I'm like, it must come together later on in the film. Later like the film. that, what they're talking about must make sense. And I went, mm, I don't know if it did. So, so I'm going to watch it again and, okay. and, and see if I can get more out of it. But I did that with the first Matrix film. I mean, I saw that well, thing in the theater. It's funny because we like were talking about, we were talking about this last night at my family's house. I think the Matrix, you could probably put that up there as, I hate using this word, but maybe, maybe, maybe it's just, it's pretty much a perfect movie. The first one, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of, not a lot wrong with it. Wrong. You could find in it. The mm-hmm. sequels, I just think, look, it, it became very diluted as, and each mm-hmm. one became weaker and weaker. And I feel like to me, four is, is the weakest one. I just feel, cause I didn't understand. I, I watched it and I didn't think like, okay, this doesn't wet my whistle to put me back in that world with Neo. I don't, I don't care. What are you doing? Why are you here? Like, I, I, I never, I just, I didn't, it didn't get me. Didn't yeah. Get I mean, me. I'm intrigued about not so much the development of Neo, but the development of Trinity and Neo, that, that relationship, it wasn't, I mean, at its heart, the matrix first trilogy has always been kind of like they wanted to make it around a love story. Okay, cool. I thought that was the weakest story point of the first three films was their love story. Okay. But now there's, there's more to it than just, it's a love story. There's, they can enact major things because of their relationship. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. In your top three movies that, your fandom is strongest with would the mm-hmm. matrix be up there hmm. May, mm, maybe okay i mean i'm a fan like but i'll i'll agree that the that the second and third films i was like i was disappointed when i saw those in the theater right but i mean the first movie the, the first, first film movie yeah i'm a huge fan of the first film right i i, I am too um but are you wondering if it's blinding my or or i don't think you're blind by it at all you're not blind by it but i think there's that the thing same thing that happens to me with indiana jones there's that heartstring. oh sure yeah there's that heartstring and there's i'm gonna like it i'm gonna like it 
and then you watch it and you're like, that sucks. But I, I'm, not, I'm still going to say I like it. I still like right. parts of yes it. And, yes and no with that. Because I think, like you said, you're not an idiot. So it's it's not like you're going in here blind as hell. Yeah, let's do this Matrix, you know. And But I feel like when you see a movie that I that I feel you have a certain, it yanked at you at a, at a certain, it mm-hmm. had an effect on you. Um, I feel like any movie that really has a top three effect on you, you will give it every opportunity. Sure. Yeah. And I think, I feel that's what you're doing with this one. I, Matrix, could, I loved and never tugged at me. Like, I think you could be right. You. you could yeah. be right. I but, will say that Matrix, Matrix Resurrections. Yes. It, it, like, we're, we're going to go into our top 10 films of the year. Not even coming close to the top 10. Okay. Like, it's, it's not that's breaking fair. that top 10. That's fair. Um, I liked it, but it's not a top 10 film. Okay. Fair. I think, um, that's a great transition into uh, our review now because I okay yeah we don't we don't need to keep going over this but no I, no no yeah. and and because of the week and the spin and everything else this is just going to be a shorter show for oh us. yeah for sure for unless sure. you guys get real interactive yeah. on the chat here <laughs> all right uh, I'm going to share my screen so this comes yeah. from our Let's our letterbox.com account which uh, we usually link to you can find that in our link tree um. So let me let me find my share screen. Here it is. Share screen, and we're gonna share that one. So let's take a look. All right. So uh, I now when I say that this is Johnny and Greg's top ten films of the year, uh, what that really means is that I made it up and I said, "Hey Johnny, what do you think of this?" Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really what we're looking. I would say this so. is this is Greg's. <clears throat> yeah, 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 I would say so too. Yes. So okay. uh, we'll do we'll do well we'll just go through it. People can see it on the screen. Yes, but my absolutely. number one film of the year for me, Dune. Dune okay. was fantastic. Is it because it played the way it, it went the way you've always wanted it to go? Because I know you're a big fan of the um, books. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the books, and I don't I don't know if it went every way I wanted it to go, but I was pretty hyped for this film. Okay, like when and then it was delayed for a year, and and you know, mul- well, more than you multiple delays and everything with the. COVID, COVID and then um, it was going to be released on HBO Max and then the direct, the writer, direct producers were like, that's not in our contract. You're not doing that. And it became, excuse me, it became kind of a big, a big thing, but delayed, it came out. So I had a lot of hype for it mm-hmm. and I walked out of there saying that met every expectation I had. Oh, so, good. So for me, it was a great film. Yeah, I I really liked it myself. I didn't know what I w- I remember us talking about it on the podcast. I wasn't excited for it, so mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was jumping into. I just remember the really I wouldn't say it's bad, but I remember it not not gripping me in the eighties when the original movie came that, out. Yeah, because that's a weird film. That's right. that's like that's like Dune. Well, it is. It's Dune done by David Lynch, and David Lynch is just one of those weird directors. Right, but didn't so, he compile like four books into one movie or something? He no, something it's like it's still the one book, but he tried to he tried like to do like this weird inner monologue piece where the the you, they're constantly whispering and that's what's going through their heads, and you're like, oh, that's man. that's annoying. Like I don't like okay. that at all. Yeah, I remember. Um, but it is a massive story to try to squeeze into a film, and. And Dune here is already over two and a half hours. Yeah. And it's only half the book. Right. And they cut out a lot of stuff from the book. Um, now, I, I think there was still some fat that they could have trimmed out of the book. There's some stuff or uh, out of the film uh, that they included that they didn't have to. And some stuff that I thought was really important that they included that they didn't. But overall, again, anytime you are a fan of a book and then they come up with a movie, that's going to happen. Yeah, of course. Um but I still walked away and like that was that was awesome. I yeah, loved it. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's not my number one, but it's in my. I would say. Now here's the problem: when you sent this list to me, not mm-hmm. this list, but when you set the list today of uh, hey, like t- top ten movies, I sure. reviewed every 2021 movie that came out, and I realized something: I didn't see. Oh, 10. correct. Even in the description. Um, and you can kind of see it at the top of the screen here. It says, keep in mind, we didn't see everything. Not even yeah. close. Yeah. When you go through other people's top 10 lists, there are movies on there that I haven't even heard of. Well, you have one on here. I've never, Coda. I've never heard of that. And we'll oh, get to it. that's a great it. film. Yeah. We'll get to it. But, okay. So go ahead. Number one was Dune. I. Yep. Yeah. 
for me, number one, two, uh, No Way Home. And that, absolutely, I, it was hard for me to include that because it's like, it's been out for a week. Are you just like riding the high of doing of, from that film? Probably. And some of that's there. But again, when we talk about a perfect film, that's a damn near perfect film. Yep. Yep. I, the I only think... loophole I can figure <clears throat> out is how did Jamie Foxx know Peter Parker? That's all I got. Well, didn't he know Peter from... No, because he said, I thought you would have been a black guy. Remember he said that mm, to Andrew Garfield? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you knew he wasn't Peter Parker. So how'd you get there? True. Yeah. That that's, the, true. that's the only one I found. I mean, I guess if I really want to nitpick, I could. I mean, maybe I could find something. But that's the only one that sticks in me a little bit. I'm like, I don't understand how he's there. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I now Me too. Having, having Loved well, it. Bringing up Jamie Foxx, I think he was the weakest character because his acting was phoned in for sure uh, i don't think he's uh, i think you're that, right i think you're how right. that guy was reading lines and the the director just went i mean out of how many takes you do on a movie set some i mean some directors i mean it's usually at least five takes of a scene at least five from the different angles and stuff like that and you go and there's okay let's rehearse a couple takes okay now we're going to film it and let's do this try to, you give a little bit of direction and they shoot it again that's the best they got out of jamie fox was that cardboard kind of yeah i don't know man i mean just kind of that what yeah what yeah i thought yeah. that was weak but i i agree well he had a it, it was weird too because even the max the the electro he played in amazing spider-man 2 was not that guy no not at all yeah so that was very weird to see this transition Mm -hmm. yeah anyway no but overall i thought it was a great film it's got a lot it's got it's got everything it's got the the action it's got the laughs it's got the tears it's got everything you want so a lot more heart than i was expecting mm -hmm. yeah and pulled off very well yeah that's why it's my number two that's my number one i don't care what you people say that's my number one okay Number three, Ghostbusters Afterlife, for the same reasons. Oh, yeah. I I knew you hadn't seen that. I got to see this movie. For me, I mean, yes, there's the the nostalgia piece kind of blurs my my review on this, but I thought, and it's, it is a straight up sequel. It's not a reboot. It's Mm -hmm. not like, hey, here's a property that we just want to kickstart again. It is a straight up sequel from the original Ghostbusters films. and the way they played it out that it's you know 30 years later yeah i thought was great and it was it was just you know are there going to be more ghostbusters films in this light maybe i mean maybe reitman will write another one but like this is this is like a ghostbusters one shot story wasn't it also like kind of a tribute to his dad uh reitman's dad yes but also to harold ramus who okay helped it was like ivan reitman harold ramus dan Aykroyd, they're the ones that really uh came up with the first ghostbusters film okay or the the that first concept of the Ghostbusters. yeah okay so okay so yes and, and reitman and Aykroyd obviously still alive uh harold ramus passed okay. um but i thought it was great, it was great yeah film. i i want to i want to get to something you just talked about there you said that maybe this one's also one of those ones that pull me and so i might have a I don't think so with this because it was gen- from what I've heard from everybody. It was genuinely very good. Oh yeah, and, and there was yeah. fan service, but they did the fan service at the right time. Correct. Going back to the Matrix, I felt like it was like Chris Farley going, "Remember Neo? Any <laughs> cool?" And that was it. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah, yeah I can see that. That's what I felt. That's what I felt. Like. Remember Agent Smith? <laughs> he was cool, and that's it. Some some of the fan service I felt in. In Ghostbusters, yeah, even just the music cues, the little piano. I mean, that they play that off at just the right times, and I'm like, that's what I'm saying. So that there's nothing wrong with that type of fan service, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, number four, nobody. I just watched this film last night again. It's such a great film. Where? Um, where did I watch it? Yeah, yeah. Like, did you rent it or did you oh I own this film? Oh, you bought it. I bought it. I bought it on Amazon, so I, I still stream it, but um, but yeah, as soon as this became available, and this was a very early uh, twenty twenty one release, um, right? It was very, and and you, you, we did a whole podcast on it. Yeah, I mean, I I went to the theater to see it when the theater was still pretty empty, um, 
because I was like, I really want to see this. I mean, I, I kind of, I got to bet on this film. I mean, I didn't bet anybody, but it was like, I, I bet this is going to be good. I bet this mm-hmm. is going to be kind of a sleeper hit. Well, they got a great, they got a great actor <clears throat> to do it. A great actor. Um, I say great actors. I mean, I look at Christopher Lloyd is in this film and mm. I mean, Christopher Lloyd, I looked it up last night. He's 84 and wow. he's bouncing around this scene with shotguns and reminds me a lot of my dad. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was fun. It's just one of those fun films. And I hope we're not done with, uh, the world of, of nobody. Um, because yeah, I, I, I would like to go back to that. that Do you you think it's the same universe as John wick? It very well could be. I mean, in they're produced by the same people. So a lot of people are like, well, this is, this is the same world as John wick. They don't ever make any kind of allusions to that. Mm -hmm. Um, other than, like John Wick, you've got this entire secret society of the criminal organizations, and they even like have their own currency, and they got the, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. hotels and stuff like that, where nobody is like the American military arm, kind of of that, where it's like there are people in the military that know code and stuff like that. Like there's one scene where this all this guy does is look at his tattoo, and where they're about to shake him down. And this guy looks at his tattoo and his eyes get really big. He's like, thank you for your service. And then he like runs out of the room and everybody's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Because that, I mean, and what I love about that type of storytelling is that you get the gravitas of this person Mm -hmm. because he's got this tattoo. Like everybody in the room all becomes acutely aware of how badass this guy is. And rather than shake him down, they're like, so can we help you? Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. So yeah, I like that. Still got to see this movie. You still haven't seen this yet? <laughs> and, oh you God. know, I, I still have not seen this movie. And let me, let me, it, it, Greg and I are in two different, um, I, I got, I had, I had the word before, uh, but lack of a better word, I'm in that part of my parenting life. Oh, sure. I'm not seeing these movies at right. the, uh, the amount I used to. Right. Where Greg is now, he can tell his kids like, Hey, we'll be back in two hours. Don't burn down the house and leave. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I can. Yeah. And so that's what, and the only time we get to or, watch movies is when it comes out and we actually, uh, and she's asleep. Right. Or you see, and we're, I know we're only on number four, but all of those films, well, except for nobody, I saw that by myself, but the first three films, my kids came to the theater with me to see those. And number four, I will play when my kids are in the room because they're old enough to watch it. So right. that really does change how you watch films is, is when you can play like a, a rated R action type film right. and be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So, Coda. Okay. Coda <laughs> number five. So what's Coda? Um, so Coda is about a, uh, a young girl and in, in the movie poster there, she's the one on the far left. Um, her entire family is deaf. Uh, and they use oh, real they use real deaf actors, which was okay. I think very much a tribute to the filmmakers um, for for searching out deaf actors be, to do this. And she has an amazing singing voice. And but like being the only hearing person in her family, there's a lot of responsibility there. Right. So she gets picked up by this like music program, and they're like, "You can be great. You can go to college for this. You can." you can really expand on, on your voice and make this your thing. And the family's like, well, she can't leave us because we need her here. One for communications, but then also like, they're worried like, is she really any good? Like how yeah, do, cause we can't hear it. Yeah. We can't hear it. How do we know that this person's not just like putting her on? Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Um, interesting. That sounds very interesting right there. Yeah. And then, and I mean, the music's great and it's a great story. And, you know, crying at the end for sure. Yeah. Um, and not a lot of movies did that to me this year. I mean, I'm not, I'm not shying away. I didn't try to shy away from like romantic comedies or dramas. No, or, yeah. Or neither do like I. That. Usually. Yeah. Um, it, well, in terms of my top 10, I mean, I went through every, every film released this year and I'm like, here's what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And then it's the, what's going to get in the top 10. I'd be, oh, I love that film. And then yeah. I kind of weeded it out from yeah. there. So, yeah. 
So yeah, that's why it, it gets its point. And cool. it was it was tough to put it in the number five spot because the number six spot, I, I it was a tough sell between the two. Right. Um, Before we be, get to the last five, I just want to say mm-hmm. to anybody out there that's listening, give us your top five so far. Anything you agree with, yeah. anything you disagree with, let us know. Go ahead, Greg. So yeah, I mean, here in the bottom list, uh, these were all films that I still really liked and I was still watch again. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you're doing a top top ten list, something's got to fall to the bottom. Yeah, of so, course, of course. Um, so number six, Free Guy, uh, loved it, own it. Um, it. I think it's a great film. It's a good Ryan Reynolds film, but not, it's a good Ryan Reynolds film for everyone because sometimes his movies aren't for everyone. Right. Um, either because of the rated Rness of it or or whatever. But yeah. No, I think it was a great film. Uh the okay. tie-in with Disney. I mean, it is technically a Disney film, so they were able to bring in some of the Disney properties at mm-hmm. uh I think at the right moments. I mean, it it, it wasn't overly Disney fied. Um so I really liked it. I thought it was a great film. Good good message about reality versus um kind of the internet world kind of piece and how some people live in there too much. Um, so I thought that was cool. Okay. Uh, seven is Mitchell's version of machines. And I love this movie. I mean, as far as animated films go, it, it's one of the best, I think. Um, really? Uh, yeah. On Netflix, <clears throat> good family film. I mean, one of the best of the year for sure. Um, it's about a girl who is going to college. She thinks her family's pretty lame. And, uh, she's going to college for animation and her dad is like, her dad is like Ron Swanson. Like he can build anything, do anything. Um, and but he just can't talk to her. Yep. He just, yeah. they, they've got these communication issues, but she's supposed to fly to college that he, her dad gets the big idea of like, we'll just drive her across country. Mm-hmm. Um, now at the same time, there's a machine uprising, uh, because it's an animated film and they can do these ridiculous things and then they're like the only humans that have not been imprisoned so it's the mitchells versus the machines everybody's got their old little skill sets the little brother cracks me up to no end mm-hmm. um so yeah it was just a fun film and i will watch that at any time sounds good yeah number eight quiet place part two just liked it it was a great sequel um, okay i was haven't really seen curious. this either oh i see <laughs> i was curious if if this he could concept, carry on the magic yeah if that yeah. if that would carry on into a second film yeah and it does okay good <clears throat> and it does very well i would even say that they probably have one more in them. okay i think i think there's one more film um we still have absolutely no answers on what these things are or why they're here um other than they're here and we this family knows how to beat them now okay. um so it's about them surviving and there's a baby involved in which it just raises your blood pressure through half the film. No, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so the way it ends, you're like, Ooh, this, okay. I want to see what's next. I want to yeah. see where this is going. Yeah. And that's why I think we've got at least one more film. Okay. I think if they go four, that might be too much, but three, I could see a quiet place trilogy. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Number nine, Ryan, the last dragon shocked me. I, when I saw my first trailer for this film, I'm like, I don't want to see that at all. It looked terrible to me. <clears throat> and I mean, just the entire concept of it. And then when I, I mean, and that was like the action trailer. And then I saw like the comedy trailer and I was like, this looks terrible. Uh, came out on Disney plus and we watched it and I went, okay, I was wrong. That's a pretty good film. <laughs> I thought this film was fantastic. I don't think anybody, I don't think people have realized. I think this went past people. It did. This is one of those COVID misses that people just didn't hear about it. it If you like fantasy, if you like adventure, if you like family, like if you like the the messages of the the inner you is what makes this thing go go round or like you are the inner the inner you is the real courage and like like this speaks on a whole bunch of levels um if you're in terms of animation if you're a fan of avatar the last airbender if you're a fan of kung fu panda how to train your dragon this one's right up your alley yeah i was thinking about one thing i want to sidetrack do you think 
that in Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. when the Jaguar breaks out of prison, that's one of the best prison breaks ever. Oh, that's it. The fight scenes in that film are amazing. Yes. With him, I like <clears throat> with yeah. him. I don't like I don't like comedic fight scenes. I don't know why. I just don't like comedic. Oh, I, I thought the fight scene with the food was pretty funny, where he's trying to get the. Yeah, dumplings. I just, I just, I, I guess when they're comedic, I don't take it seriously. Right, that's my problem. So you don't, you probably are you not a big Jackie Chan fan then, because a lot of his are comedic. I actually, it's funny. I am. You're right. They are very comedic. I remember. I remember one specifically. I think he was an archaeologist. And he punched a girl in the boobs. Yeah, and I yep. remember that. Yeah, and they made a very funny about that. I yeah, I don't have a problem with those. So maybe it's because I'm very impressed that that man does all yeah, of his own that's stuff. That's true. And I'm that's just true. always interested in that. But anyway, going back to Raya, this was, I thought this is a fantastic movie. My daughter still walks around going, Sisu. Like she still <laughs> does that. So um, again, if you haven't seen this, guys, because you're putting it off because you're thinking animation or you're thinking, I don't want it's go watch it. It's a very yeah, good story. Totally worth it. Yeah. Okay, number t- the ten spot was so tough to try to figure out. What were the what were the ones you were going to put in? Um, well, because I said the, the initial picture I sent you of this had a different uh, ten spot. This is the only one. one that surprises me about of your top ten. Well, it, like I said, it was it was tough. So my original ten spot um, that I sent you was King Richard, the Will Smith film, which I oh, watched. Did like, you watch that? Was it good? I did. It, yeah, it was good. Yeah, okay. it was. I okay. mean, it, it, I was at the point where I'm like, do I have too much nerd stuff in my top 10? Okay. And so I'm like, almost needed to legitimize a little bit more of being like all films and not just like, here's special effects films, right. um, you know, comic booky type of films. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just going through the other films that I really liked this year. And I was like, I feel like I'm leaving something out. And Justice League was... I think it's a good film and, and like Zack Schneider's justice league is what I'm talking about. That's I, know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good film. Uh, it's long. You can do it episodically. They, they split it up that you can do that very easily. Um, I think it's a groundbreaking film the way he, it was like, Nope, we're going to let you finish your vision. Mm-hmm. Um, it had never been done before in nope. terms of films. Um, and it never, I mean, this was big. I mean, they gave him millions of dollars again to put to, it together, yeah, to, to bring in the act, bring the actors back and like get them recostumed and you know, get them, get them yeah. back into the we, suits and the film. I agree. You know, we like, talked wow. many times about that. We talked many times yeah. on the podcast of this is the one time I felt like the fans won because yeah. they spoke this into existence, yeah, yep, it and was they very much never gave up on it. It was always bring back the Snyder cut and yeah. and it worked. Yeah, it um, really worked. Yeah, you're right. And overall, I do like the film. Like, I, is it flawed still? Yes, but I was actually watching it again. Um, was it last night or the night before? Well, I think it was the night before Christmas Eve. We, we were watching a little bit of it. And there's now inconsistencies with it. Like you go, like if you watch this film, yeah, and then you go watch Aquaman. There's stuff in there that doesn't quite jive. Yeah, jive up, yeah. Like, you know, I think Mara's parents are dead in this one. She okay. says, "Like, well, the death of my parents." And my daughter's like, "Her parents aren't dead. Her dad's a major player in the Aquaman film." I'm like, "Well, you got to understand, like, you know, this, <laughs> yeah. you know, trying to explain that away." But um, and like her, they allowed her to keep her British accent in this in justice league and then in aquaman they're like yeah lose the accent (laughs) so um so that's weird but but other than that i mean i think it's a good film i think they they did superman a lot better in the snyder cut than they did in in joss whedon's whatever he calls that that monstrosity he made yeah yeah wow um yeah, I, I agree that I agree that okay, I can see why it's in your top ten because it's not just the movie. It's what it, it's it's, it's what it, it represents it, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it, it, it's groundbreaking because no mm-hmm. one that's never happened before where you were like, Wow, I get to see the actual vision in the studio that basically said, Fuck you, did the guy brought him back and said, like, hey, yeah. um, 
hey, let's uh, here. Here's 93 million. You do yours. Yeah. And what, what I think is interesting about that is the because people are like, well, he got fired from that job. I'm like, no, he left because his daughter unfortunately committed suicide. And he's like, my family's in a really tough spot right now. I don't think I can finish this film. And the then head of Warner Brothers was like, we have a date that we need to meet. Like, we've got a release date. And so if you can't do it, that's fine. We're going to bring in somebody else to finish the film. So that's how he lost it. I mean, he walked away. And I think the, he walked away from pressure. <clears throat> well, mm, I don't think so. You I don't I, think I, so? I think it was, I mean, I can't imagine the death of a child. I really can't. Of course not. I'm not so, saying that. I'm just saying but, that. But all of, I mean, it's the com combination of like, yeah, there's pressure. I mean, it, it was Warner Brothers flagship superhero film. So that's already immense pressure. But then when that happens on top of it, how do you deal with all of that? Absolutely. I'm not talking about the pressure of a big budget movie. I'm talking about the pressure of the reaction of the first two movies. And they were feeling, ah, shit, he ain't going to pull this off. And so he was getting a lot of pressure to pull this off. And then they probably started telling him, hey, uh, Zach, your dark version, let's make it more like the Avengers. Look what they're doing. Maybe. And I think it was a combination. And then all of a sudden, the daughter thing. And then he mm -hmm. was probably like, done. Yeah. Like, I, well, done. when he said, I need to walk away, I don't think Warner Brothers was like, no, 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 no. Come exactly. On. You can yes. finish. You yes. can finish. That's what I mean. I, they were I think like, that okay, studio, yeah, 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 the studio yeah, was like, what do you think? They said, um, okay, well, you go take care of you. Yeah. And then uh, we'll just we'll just get somebody in to finish it. And they bring right. in Joss Whedon, who we now know is a bastard to work for. Yeah. And and he just spread his cheeks and took a giant shit on the entire production. Did so, anybody say anything about the any of the Avengers say anything about Whedon? Because I wonder um, if he walked into the movie theater knowing who he was dealing with and they could have like, can you imagine him trying to do something to, to Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, he, Downey I don't Jr. think going, he would. Um, I think dude, he was smarter than that. I think he was smarter than that. Um, yeah. I think he, I want to say Scarlett Johansson, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, because that's who he probably felt he could try to do something. Try to, to like push her around. Try, try to muscle her into certain okay. situations or something like that. Okay. And the thing, and I, I was explaining this to my daughter, he wasn't, um, it wasn't like Harvey Weinstein types of situations. No, 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 guilty no. Of. It was straight up bullying. Yeah. He was just a bully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, if and, you guys don't know, there is a great podcast out there with the guy that used to play Lex Luthor in Michael um, Rosenbaum. Yeah. 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 He has a great interview with Spike. We were talking about him earlier, mm -hmm. that actor and the problem he had with Josh Whedon because Whedon wanted Spike dead. He was a one, he was a one episode guy and yep. that was it. Yep. And he was really upset. He had to keep writing about writing for him and writing with yep. him and adding it's, him into stories. It's ridiculous. What, yes. What that guy was doing on set. Uh, the same, uh, probably not the same interview. It was, it was a different interview that I had. Chris Carpenter. Well, it was about Charisma Carpenter. I mean, because she really kind of broke a lot of this. And then everybody started coming out. We were like, oh, no, he, yeah, this happened to me. But it was Michelle Trachtenberg who played Dawn, who was Buffy's sister. Yes, yes. Who, when she started on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she was like 15, 14 or 15. And she had an altercation with Whedon. And it was like in a in a conference room where he just chewed her out like like just God, read can her, you imagine that read her to the riot act to this 15 year old girl and he was not nice i mean he was i mean imagine um uh tom cruise's character from tropic thunder the way he was talking to people um that's how whedon was reportedly talking to the people that worked for him so Damn. um so he did that to like this like 14 or 15 year old girl and she came out in tears and explained everything to i think the studio people yeah and I mean, CW, so that's a Warner Brothers still company, explained it to them and they went, okay. And then they came back the next day. They're like, so Michelle is never to be alone with Joss in a room for yeah. private meetings. Like she will always have a representative there and really started to protect her a little bit more, which is the right thing to do. I agree. But like that didn't send up any red flags to, right. to like yeah. other people, like, yeah. like it should have. Um, so yeah, I Whedon's, you're not going to see his name on stuff 
for a long time. No, and I and we were just talking about this the other day. I I don't think they will, but I would love them to bring back the Nevers. Oh, I think the Nevers. No, that'll still happen. You're just not going to see his name on it. I mean, he'll. he'll you, be have you shit. heard something on that? Um, because I not haven't. Off, I can look. I can look, but okay. I mean, I. Well, they're, look, they're, look when we're offline, but I, mean, I love that show. So HBO, especially now, they've got series that are like they'll almost skip a year and then bring it back the following year. Like oh, Barry's okay. Barry's been gone for okay. a while, but he's about to come back. Um, that's a great show if you haven't watched it. I uh, like it. Oh, I liked it. Uh, I, I get how people the, like it. It's just not for me. The net. I mean, the Nevers. He all this really happened while they were filming that. So, like, if you go back and watch, his name isn't listed as. EP he's EP on the first couple episodes yes and then after by the that, yeah after that his name there he still gets a credit like created by or based on the ideas of or something along those lines but he's not executive producer because he yeah. wasn't he like walked off the set um or he wasn't allowed on the set. or he was escorted off um thank yeah, you it, it was one of those types of situations <sighs> um and so I think probably what he's going to be doing is like ghostwriting and mm-hmm. ghost producing stuff. So unfortunately he'll still have a job. He'll still make his millions, but it, nothing will be with his name attached to it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was a, it was a good list. I liked it. I got to check out Coda. Um, I definitely got to check out Ghostbusters and nobody. Um, yes, a couple of ones I thought you left off, but it's a top 10. It's really hard. And I know you, yeah. you were trying what do you think there. I left? Uh, Shang-Chi. I thought it was awesome. Shang-Chi was I, fantastic to again, me. Again, I do I do think it's awesome. It's a great film. But when I was looking at the list of like what hit me harder, I don't know. I Shang-Chi, I'm like, yep, that's a typical Marvel film. I don't think it was typical it, it, at all. I thought it was it, a it, Mar- I think Lord's it, film. Again, it's it's fun, but it yeah. follows the Marvel formula of, okay. of, a, of a standalone film. Yeah. You know what? And as I was compiling my list, it's, it's a stupid list. Cause it's not even good. It's like, I think there's one, two, three, there's three Marvel films on there. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about the TV shows, um, right. but I, uh, there was one movie. You didn't like black widow at all. I loved black widow. I thought it was really good. The one that I, th- it's in my top. And I literally, I only have eight. I, didn't even see 10 movies of <laughs> like I saw movies, but not 2021 movies. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I got Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, Dune, Black Widow, Raya the Last Dragon, and Boss Level. I loved Boss Level. Yeah, Boss Level was pretty good. I you know why I liked it so much? I didn't expect that at all. I mm-hmm. thought I was I thought I was gonna watch a really bad sci-fi made movie. On Hulu. And, yeah. yeah, and I was totally blown away by how much I actually really liked it. I was like, wow. That was a good film. Yeah. Yep. Um, but that is not in a top 10. It's just it's the only it's the only one I watch. It did I don't and and Red Notice made it there simply because I didn't see 10. Right? I've only seen yeah. eight um yeah. 2021 movies, and so that that did it. There, when I look through the list of films that came out, there's a lot of art house films. I mean, yes, when, yeah. when you look at what's going to be up for Oscars this year, if what I'm hearing is true, there's going to be a lot of movies that I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. And then unfortunately, I'm going to have to watch half of them because for some reason, she gets burned every year. Ursula has to watch an Academy nominated movie. Who? She has to. Uh, go, well, word on the street is that Disney and Marvel are pushing hard for No Way Home to be listed for Best Picture. I don't know. to get a nomination. For I Best would Picture. like it because it would open up a it would open a precedence of that. Uh, hey, these movies can be taken seriously too. Yeah. Um. We we have talked on recent podcasts how, uh, that everybody gets a a huge um uh oscar uh nominee if they lose a bunch of weight and they look real sick when they act right mm-hmm. but not for people that get really buff and look like a superhero right you know so it'd be interesting and that's you know what i didn't notice that last night when we were in the film i'm like because there's a one yeah. scene in there when tom holland has a Tom's shirt big all of a sudden i'm like and, and like i know they really worked on him to be cut and have yes. a lot of like but he, i mean he was he's a professional dancer he's a trained dancer broadway was huge billy yep. Elliot, everyone. so you're like i know 
he's got physical skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had kind of that dancer build, that dancer cut, that really lean looking muscle. Yep. And the scene where him and MJ are in his bedroom and the happy walks in and I'm like, Oh, he's got a little bit of puff now. Like, yeah. you know, he's got I wonder if he did that for uncharted. I think he did. Yeah. I think that was part of it, but it works out for Spider-Man as well, because correct. We're as gonna, he's getting older as he's getting yeah. into his twenties. Yes. And that's where a lot of, a lot of guys can put on mass yeah. is in their, you know, that, that 18 to 25. Yep. And um, I, I like it if they go that route, because I do know being a Spider-Man fan that in his twenties, college years, his early adult years, he's buff. He's like a yeah. buff guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, like the muscle adds on it's so I like how they're transitioning. Cause if you look at him the first time he got caught mm-hmm. through the last time here, when he has his, his shirt off and stuff yeah, like you, that, you go there's back a definite difference. Home, yeah. You go back to homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's yeah, this skinny little ripped dude. kid, but you're like, nope, he's getting some get some. I'm sure you're. Him, I'm so. sure a certain fan in your house loved. Every oh, minute ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous. Ah, uh, to be young again. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's it. I I like I said. Um, I will tell you some of this. There are some really good shows, um, that came out that we didn't uh. Uh, there's some really good shows um, that came out on Disney plus through 2021 as well as maybe, maybe um, we'll, maybe Hulu, we'll do, Netflix. Let's do some, maybe the next show, maybe we'll TV, look at uh, TV, TV 2021. Yeah. yeah or maybe what's coming TV down the pipe TV shows. Yeah. Cause yeah, there, it was tough. I mean, I've certainly watched a lot more TV shows than I have yes. in 2021 than, than films. Yes. Um, yeah. But there are some, Oh man. There's some good ones out there. There are. Sure. Don't you dare put He-Man on there, by the way. <laughs> I'll put He-Man on there if I want to put He-Man Don't on. effing do it, sir. You'll lose all credibility. Anyway, um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, so, yeah, I think that's it. The one thing I will tell you people before we have Greg sign us out, if you guys are not watching season two of The Witcher because you saw the season one of The Witcher and thought, eh, this one's really good. It really is. Yep. We yeah. are in, I think we've got three or four more episodes left. Okay. I'm very much enjoying this season more than I yes, the first season. I'm enjoying the magic they use. And if you guys have a chance, I'm not big on animated films, but I watched the Witcher animated film. Yeah. It's about also Vesemir. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah. It's about Vesemir. I don't know if you saw it or not, Greg. But not it's, about, it's, uh, it's about Vesemir, who is the head of their little training facility. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Very good. I didn't think it was going to be that good. So, um, yeah, definitely check out season two if you're holding off because you thought, ah, I don't want to see a, another disappointment like season one is. I thought they did, I think I think they're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to Marvel personally. Right now, I'm looking at you, Marvel. My wife loved it. I hated your post credit scene in Hawkeye. I despised it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I walked into a store that store i was telling you about in woodfield it's called like collectibles incorporated or something like that they had that plane on the loop oh god i hate you you hated it too yeah i'm not a fan yeah oh my god i thought you'd be all over this i thought you'd be fighting oh no no (laughs) because you're a fan of musicals and i am not um, yeah, but that's that's not a musical. That's a fake musical that they but put they together. Put some serious effort into it. Uh, I wouldn't call that serious effort. When you listen to the lyrics and the music and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, that's 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 like somebody's college project or, or you know somebody's. Oh no, film, I, film I disagree. Project. I thought, shit, man, they they put a lot of time into that making that part of this. No, for, I thought the credit the, scene costumes were terrible. Well, of course they were. They're Broadway. Broad, no, Broadway's got good shit, and that was how do you know? Was that so time far? Broadway? I've seen films that they <laughs> tape on Broadway. No, I'm, I'm that was so far. Actually, 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 Broadway is actually uh, they're very yeah, good at what that they was. Do. Um, that would be considered a very far off Broadway piece. I mean, <laughs> she, Ursula said it actually reminded her of Spider Man the musical that's on Broadway. Yeah, and what happened to that one? I heard it's horrible. It is horrible. It didn't make it on Broadway. They did so many previews of it, and then they finally went, "This isn't working." And then they closed it. it like it ran for like a week. No, they lost it all. 
Oh no, they lost millions on that musical. No, they've lost millions because of lawsuits because people got hurt. But I think you can go watch it right now. I don't think so. It's not playing anymore. Okay. Well, she went and watched it. She saw it. She went to it. Ugh. Yeah, she went to it and thought, "What is this?" But well, sure. <laughs> yeah. But um. Anyway. All right. Do we got anything on the chat before we head out? Anything not really. Marshall. Marshall came back and thought the list was awesome. Thanks for. Thanks for doing that, Marshall. We appreciate you. Oh, Marshall left her in the Matrix. Yeah, and then he yeah. just came back. So what a good man. All right, um, Greg, sign us out. Don't be a douche. That's what I got for you. <laughs> yeah, you got how many days left to the new year? Yeah, right. And especially if you're out on New Year's Eve, you know, getting your drink on, doing your thing, definitely don't be a douche at the end. No, of the year it's not worth it. It's not yeah. worth it. You don't want to spend New Year's paying a fine or being in jail yeah, or busting knuckles yeah not not fun all right guys for J uh the greg this is johnny saying podcast out everybody happy new year and uh we'll see you in 2021 or 2022 2022 2022 see you later guys take care bye-bye